Welcome to Everybody Has Shit. I'm Kim Reed. This podcast is an open invitation to put your wellness on another level. You no longer have to keep your autoimmune disease or whatever it is that's holding you back a secret. Secrets hurt us. Everybody has shit, so let's all get better together. Let's all try to overcome the challenges we are facing and live our best life. Like minds attract, and that's exactly why we are spending the month of February highlighting the nonprofit ConnectMed, all about self-love. Here's the name, Rita, Rita, Rita. She flushed me out and told me what she did and what she had in mind. I did exactly what she wanted happily. Enjoy this next podcast. So, John, this is our first collaboration with our podcast and uh, somebody else in our community, which is so exciting. Um, Rita and I have known each other for a little bit because our boys went to school together and they're in the same friend group and they've been best friends for a long time. And Rita is a spectacular woman. We've always had a bond, but our bond grew deeper when we discovered, you know, what each one of us does and what our missions are. And Rita came up with the idea to do a collab for the month of February under the name of self-love. So Rita, can you just explain to us what your nonprofit is and why we're here today? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. And it is wonderful to be on this podcast um, with you, Kim. Yes, we go all the, we go way back like six or seven years, I think. Yes. Um, so yeah, Connect Med is a nonprofit that's based here in San Diego. Um, we work closely with UCSD Division of Plastic Surgery and these Cleft and Craniofacial Clinic. And our mission is really to improve access to healthcare and improve the quality of life for children with physical differences from birth defects or traumas. And we try to accomplish this mission through three different approaches, improved healthcare, psychosocial outreach, and advocacy. Now, um, our psychosocial outreach takes place through our um, Camp Cosmos programming. Uh, We have six, now we have now six different events throughout the year. And the goal of them is really to empower these children just to be and accept themselves. And I think so. these kids are born, can you just be a little bit more specific when you say they're born with differences? Right. So there are um, obviously thousands of different kinds of um, conditions that um, come with um, various kinds of birth defects. Um, Those are the congenital differences that appear upon birth. Um, We work very closely with the craniofacial clinic because um, I would say the majority of these, at least physical or visible differences, occur to the skull or to the face. Um, We also have some kiddos that have these differences because, you know, of being in an accident or um, from being burnt. So those are sort of like the range of kids that we work with. Okay. So it's traumatizing. So to have any kind of a physical difference is, is tough, especially on a kid who's trying to belong, right? Right. To feel safe. 
Right. And I mean, Tiffany can elaborate on this, but um, it's, I think, surprising to a lot of people that the kids who are born with birth defects, with physical differences, have to undergo multiple complex surgeries, many of which take place before they can even speak and express themselves. Okay. Um, and they this can go on through childhood. I'm sorry, this, go ahead. This camp that you have, it's called Camp Cosmos. Yes. And this is where kids who have these physical differences can go and be and live and act and play without thinking that somebody over there is looking at them in any different way. Exactly. I think the real point and maybe the real value to the kids and the parents is that um, they don't have to explain or defend their children's differences at our camp because right. our camp celebrates their differences. So, Tiffany, you're sitting there with your boy. Now, Pax, how old are you? Ten. You're ten. Okay, can you tell us a little bit about your situation and what's going on? So, what's your what was your condition? Craniosynostosis. Can you explain that? Or Tiffany, can you explain that? Me too. Um, he, he was, when he was born, he, one of the sutures in his skull fused up prematurely. So in essence, as he was growing, his brain um, was getting squished and his head then became misshapen due to the fact that it wasn't growing and the way it was supposed to. And so he immediately had to have surgery to release that pressure? Um, he had surgery when he was four months old. The first surgery was at four months old, and they removed the top of his skull to allow um, room for his brain to grow. And then his skull ended up regrowing on its own um, over the next few months. And then he did have another surgery when he was seven years old to patch some of the holes that had not completely filled in from the first surgery. So then he was left with quite a scar, I would assume. Yes, he has an ear to ear scar. And does that bother you at all, Pax, that scar? Not no. anymore, but it no? used to. It used to bother you a lot. Yeah, he used to want to make sure his hair was always long, that right. it covered his scar, that nobody could see it. When it, if someone did notice it and ask questions, he was embarrassed. He didn't want to talk about it. And that's kind of when I started looking for a place um, where he could meet other kids that had a, the same scar as him so that he knew he wasn't alone in it. And that's when we got in touch with Camp Cosmos and it completely turned it around for him. He, after camp, he was so excited the whole time he kept saying, they have a scar like me, they have a scar like me. And he asked to cut his hair short people to see it um he was going in for his second surgery and he collected um funds to make gift uh, or to make backpacks full of activities and stuff for other kids who were having surgery and him and his brothers ended up making a video about craniosynostosis and they've shown it to their classes for years to educate people about it and now he's proud of it and he likes it and he talks about it. And so it's made a huge difference for us. For As sure. a parent, when you when you know your child has a, a struggle of some sort and then you find a place where they can they you can watch them feel normal. 
What was it like for you as a parent? I I was honestly very overwhelmed emotionally the first time that we went to Camp Cosmos. Um, tried to kind of hold it together. The kids were helping each other. Um, due to Paxton's condition, he was um, delayed a little bit in his gross motor. And so some of the activities he was struggling and other kids ran to his aid and helped him up the um, the slide. And they were just, everyone was running around helping each other. And there was no, there, there wasn't, um, I don't know. It was just really powerful, I think, to see them all together and helping each other and be excited to be with each other, even though they had never met each other. Did you see any behavioral changes transitioning from that camp after going for a while back home and maybe at school? Did you see an improvement there? Oh, absolutely. And his um, his self-esteem from trying to hide something about himself to then it being something that he's proud of has um, really changed the whole narrative, the whole situation from something that he was ashamed of to something that he's proud of. Paxton, so can, where is your scar? Is it right by your ear, behind your ear? It's, he needs, he hasn't had a haircut in a little bit, but yeah, <laughs> it goes from here to here and it's zigzagged. You know, you're pretty special then. There's not many people that, oh, wow, I just saw it. There's not many people who have that. So we can't all be the same and you've sure, got that let me scar. Get it. Oh, I see it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Aww. That's pretty cool, Paxton. And mm. must good going to this camp. It must make you feel strong. Have you have you gotten more confidence the more you go? Definitely. And so you're 10 years old? Yes. And have you made really, really good friends at this camp? Yes. And who would you say is your best friend there? Or do you just have a lot of best friends? I have a lot. Do you look forward to <laughs> You going? and Melina talk a lot, though. Yeah. And do you understand what um, some of the other conditions that some of the other children have and what they go through? Do you ever talk about that with them? Not really. No, you just you just are worried about being a kid and running around and playing, right? Yeah. So Rita, so, this has to feel really good to see. I mean, he's the result of your efforts and what you're doing. And you know, you just heard Tiffany say that he's more confident transitioning from camp to regular school into regular play. And you know, that's the purpose is you to feel confident with what you have. Right, right. And, you know, I, it's funny. I thought about you and your podcast um, for this collaboration because I know that you really put a strong emphasis on sort of overcoming your challenges by connecting with others. And I really feel like that's what our camp is all about. And, um, you know, even after our first event um, back in 2018, I could immediately see, as Tiffany was saying, this very close connection developed quickly with people just because they were, they were going through similar experiences and they'd be safe with each other. And I could very quickly see, you know, the power of connection and sharing with one another. There's definite growth. Go ahead, John. When you were, when you're starting an organization like this 
and you and you're starting to reach people when do you know that this is right like was it the first time that you were able to help someone was it the continual the continuous ability to do so like what what clicked to you like this is this is the right thing to do i'm so glad i kept strong i kept I stuck with this Oh, well, actually, so Camp Cosmos is the realization of like a longtime dream of our founder, who um, her name is Dr. Amanda Gosman, and she's the chief of plastic surgery at um, Brady's Children's Hospital. So she sees all of these kids in clinic all around, and she had been wanting to do something like this for years and just didn't have the time or the bandwidth, you know, through Radies to do it herself. So um, through our organization, Connect Med, we, we started the programming um, pretty confident that there was um, a need for these kids just to connect and be together and feel safe and have fun in a very like inclusive environment because for years she and her staff were getting feedback there was a need for that kind of programming from the patients themselves. Um, and then for me personally, like Tiffany mentioned, it did click after the very first, first camp. You know, when we started this in 2018, we only did one um, in-person camp a year. Um, and um, Dr. Gosman and her other uh, staff members at Radies would have patients coming in and saying, when's the next camp going to be? When's the next camp going to be? Or they come in wearing their little like Camp Cosmos t-shirts. And then actually when 2020 came around and we couldn't do in-person events anymore, it gave us an opportunity to try to do them virtually, which made it possible to do them more frequently. And so now that's how this has led to more frequent events, both virtual and in person. So, but it's not just about playing. It's about supporting these families on so many different levels, because like you said, I mean, there's multiple surgeries because some of the, some of the, the um, situations are pretty complex. Right. And so it's, it's, so it's supporting future surgeries. It's supporting the psychology that goes along with those surgeries. Right, right. So a couple other interesting components of the camp, which we always try to incorporate, but aren't as fun to talk about as the play, are that, um, you know, we do have at every virtual and in-person event, we have therapists, social workers, speech pathologists, surgeons who are there to answer questions um, and provide resources to the families if should so need. The right. other very important component, which we've gotten a lot of positive feedback about, is that the families just get to also engage with these healthcare professionals in a in a relaxed, joyful setting that's different from, you know, the clinical setting where they have to seek care. And that in the long run improves quality of patient care because it strengthens bonds of trust and like helps open up channels of communication. Tiffany, when you got around other parents, was, was there things that you were able to share with them and were they able to share with you to kind of help each other through this process? Well, during camps, there are times um, for parents that are set aside for the parents to talk, um, ask questions, share resources, you know, those sort of things. But I think that even aside from needing to talk about it, just like Jackson was saying, that you know, he's still, 
he still talks with a lot of the friends even when camp isn't going and they just play games together online or you know, talk about their day or whatever and i think that when you are a parent of a kid with medical issues that there is a level of um trauma that goes along with that and the stress of not only what you've been through with your kids but also trying to find out what they need next and where to go and i think that um just being with other parents that understand that is just powerful even without having to talk about it so in essence a community has been created not only for the children but for the parents which is just as important it's you have to be able to talk to people who can relate on some system. level yeah yeah which is which is rita you're right which is what we are building here with this podcast because if you don't have that outlet if you keep it suppressed if you keep your emotions suppressed you know about your child about an upcoming surgery or something that's going on it just eats away at you but if you can actually share what you're going through and know that it's okay to share it then everybody benefits from it mm -hmm. yes yes that's absolutely true and it's it's been pretty cool too that um in our virtual events um we're able to include um families that come from even places like Nebraska or Ohio. And uh, as Tiffany mentioned, we do reserve a portion of our um, program to allow parents to, to talk amongst each other, usually facilitated by like a social worker or a therapist. And, um, you know, the, the topics vary. It's just a time to exchange information, share resources, as she said. But it's really striking to see how there are families in some really more remote rural areas, whether that be here in Southern California or in Nebraska or Ohio, that just really value this because they are they feel so isolated and so alone and they don't realize that um, a support system exists and they immediately feel the benefit of it. And so you're able to network with these people through other children's hospitals? Um, well, we, we do have many connections with children's hospitals around the country, yes. Yeah. And then also uh, an important um, outreach partner is this organization called Children's Craniofacial Association, which is a national um, association that helps spread the word about our programs. So, Tiffany, it has to make you feel pretty good that you've been a part of this since the inception. Is that correct? We have. We yep. we're, feel very fortunate to have been able to kind of jump in on this right at the very beginning. So, and, you and to get to know everybody. Yeah, and, but also it, it, get to know everybody, but also get to know the, the technique and see that technique evolve as you evolve with it. And I think yeah, that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing about Camp Cosmos is I feel like we've, for the most part, really started to get to know each other. And the kids are excited to see the other families, to see the staff, to see the volunteers. Um, and it's kind of like a group of friends that are you get excited to be with. It's even more, I mean, the camp is fun and it's fun for the kids, but being together and getting to know each other on a personal level um, Paxton did a horse camp with them this last summer and the kids really got to know each other during that week 
at a different level than they had even before. Yeah. And that's when they started texting, playing games together, you know, things like that, even outside of camp. And it's just really special to have them see each other and run up and give each other hugs and be so excited to see each other. So there's a good Rita, chance. Is there, is, go ahead. Rita, is there a process that goes into picking what is at each camp or is it just, we just get the kids together and kind of just let them see each other and play around or is it, what goes into saying, oh, we're going to have a horse camp or we're going to start introducing different things? What goes into that? Oh, no, it's it's actually very deliberate. Um, and the, what it's based on are our surveys. Um, uh, because we work so closely with UCSD School of Medicine, um, we are we are doing this like ongoing impact study about these camps and their um, impact on, you know, quality of life over time. So a big component of that is that we have to give pre and post event surveys. So based on the post event surveys, we get feedback on, you know, what families are looking for, what they want, um, and then we just adjust um, accordingly. Um, although I will say that the horse therapy camp was just a happy coincidence because I have a friend who, um, you know, works is, is an equine assisted psychotherapist and wanted to work with the Camp Cosmos kids. And so we set that up and that boy that had a really positive impact on the six or seven lucky kids that got to be involved. So what we're doing, Rita, for the month of self-love, the Valentine, the month of love is um, we are going to be highlighting different children every week from Camp Cosmos. And just to give people insight, what goes into this? I mean, it, it, is a, it has to be a labor of love uh, because you can see the results so quickly and so genuinely from these children just to have the relief to be in a scare-free zone because um, it's, it's hard to not... It's hard, hard to function, I think, in society the way that we are um, for people who have any kind of differences. So I think just for you to be able to see that this, the gratification is immediate is huge. And so we are going to highlight one to two children every week just to show you what their experience has been in life and what they go through and what it is and how it is at camp. That's wonderful. I'm so thrilled about that. No, I, I, I mean, this was your idea, Rita. <laughs> <laughs> how, you, how does, how does, it, how does someone hearing this or know someone who could use this uh, uh, camp? How do they contact you? How do they contact the camp? How do they, how do they get this, the, the, uh, the help? It's very easy. Just have to go to our website, connectmed.org, and we have tab at the very top. That says Camp Cosmos, which will direct people um, to registration form or to our email. And are you on Instagram? And yes, we are on Instagram, Connect Med International, and we're on Facebook as well. Paxton. Hello. I just want to say thank you for being with us. You're super brave. I love the fact that you're free to show your scar. Is it okay? And um, you're a beautiful boy, and I'm glad that you have been a part of the camp and that you feel really, really good about yourself now. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and I hope, John, and I hope we get to meet you in person. Yes. 
That would be really special. You got, you are both welcome to our next in-person camp. We would love to have there. It's going to be July 31st, so mark your calendar. That would be amazing. <laughs> and so it's easy to sign up. It's easy to find you on social media. And Rita, Tiffany, and Paxton, thank you for being with us. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. Thank you, John. Thank you. Thank you, Tiffany and Paxton. <laughs>